so as a just a small recap, we are in a giant forest dimension. Um, you guys are hanging out with the lab rat and his pet flying squirrel, Oliver. And you are visiting a site of a fallen uh, one of these blue wood trees. And I, I, I don't think I properly describe the scale of these trees. It's not that you can like drive a car through them is that you can drift an 18-wheeler through them and, like, have have room to spare. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Wait, like, between them? Like, through them. If you were to... You can drill a tunnel through them and drift a, a semi through it. They are ginormous trees. So they're, like, bigger than any buildings in, like, Rancho Paseo Prime. Yeah. Generally, the, the floor is completely darkened by, like, the, the canopy of these trees. But you are at the site of a fallen one of these trees that has, it's just, as it fell, it took out a huge chunk of the rest of the forest just because of how, how big it is. But the, if you recall, the weirdness about it is that there are cubic chunks pulled out of this tree. Cubic chunks. Yep. Imagine a giant game of Minecraft. I don't know what Minecraft is. You the player or you the character? <laughs> That's the phantom. <laughs> All right. So you, you come onto the scene and Labrat seems to be as confused as you guys. Does it, does it look like uprooted or does it look like cut? It does look more like it was pushed over than it was like sawn through. I don't want to think about what's big enough to push over a tree this size. Either it's something very, very strong, or it also could have been hit very high up. It would be just a big lever. It would be easier to do the higher up you went. I don't really have interest in finding out what can do this, personally. Whatever it is, is bad news, and we should probably avoid it. Oh, for sure. Labret, how often did you say trees fall over? Well, when trees fall over, it's an occasion. I think the last one recorded was maybe 200 years ago. Holy hell. Yeah, that makes sense for how big these are. I'm not looking to pick a fight with this thing, but there is every chance we may still run into it, and it would help to ascertain as much as we can about it from this. I am fascinated what could make these kinds of holes. It's so precise. I don't know. Have y'all encountered people that can do very precise cuts? Like, I don't know, circle man, triangle woman, square person? Like, is this a thing? Do the cuts look like they're burned at all or just sliced? Does it look like someone used like, you know, like a saw to cut through it or like a laser cutter or anything like that? I think just from the the precision of it, it's more likely a laser cut than it is like a saw or something. All right. So I do actually have a move for this. I I was tired of masks not have really having an investigate move. So I wrote one by stealing from other Powered by the Apocalypse games. Who would like to take lead on this? I am good at the skills it requires. <laughs> so I could I could do that. Basically... Anyone can take lead uh, in, from Spanta's point of view because everyone has more experience than her. Okay, yeah. So I think what this 
is actually happening in our story is I think that are we all on Oliver still or have we like landed on the tree or anything? Probably landing on the tree. I'm picturing you guys like on this giant tree still like several stories up uh, just because of how wide it is. Then I think Mystic is like, I think she's like looking at the cuts, maybe trying to figure out like, okay, is it, or could it have been a a, a magic, a ma- like some sort of magic cutting it out? I think is like what she is like, her first thought is. I, I don't know which one I should roll with. I mean, superior is better for me, actually. But um, I don't know if there's one that you think makes more sense here. I think so. Superior would probably be good here. I don't think you're really using uh, like powers or anything. You're just yeah. you're just observing, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, then I'm gonna roll as I look at this tree. So on a hit, you may ask a question from the following list: any question that doesn't already exist on either pierce the mask or assess the situation. The GM will answer honestly. On a ten plus, we also get to ask up a, ask a follow up question. Follow-up questions are fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should do that then. All right. So the list is, what here is hidden from me? What has happened here? What is about to happen? How best can I move forward? What threat awaits me? So I think we are trying to ask what has happened here. So as you're actually observing these cuts, you doubt any sort of organic thing could have done this? You're, you're, you're starting to picture like robots or like giant like assembly line equipment sort of precise and as you continue exploring and get to like near where the 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 base of the tree is you do see weirdly uh something that almost looks like footprints uh that have dug into the ground as if it was pushing it so something has come here and just pushed this thing over um, and probably has been the thing uh, pulling chunks out of it. Okay, so I think I'm I'm like pointing this stuff out. Like, look at this. Like, this doesn't seem like someone did this by hand. Like, this had to be done by equipment. And then how big are... I don't know if this is my follow-up question or not, but like, are the footprints like human-sized or bigger? Uh, this won't be your follow-up question. These are much bigger. Um, like we're talking more on the scale of, uh, a ridiculously large elephant. Okay. Yeah. So I guess since we got the follow-up question, because we're working as a team, what do we want to ask for that? I mean, I'm kind of interested in what threats await me. <laughs> Cause I don't think whatever did this is good. And just to be clear, it doesn't have the follow-up question doesn't have to be from this list. Yeah. Um, I guess like let's do a classic uh a monster of the week question. Where did it go? So you guys are exploring this and following the footprints. It's not hard. They're giant footprints. Um, and at some point they kind of just disappear. Phantom is is Phantom still carrying the the standard ENA? Yes. It is wigging out as you get closer to this to where it disappears. Oh. Oh, oh. That's fascinating. Do you know what this means? 
we found the reason why they sent us here? Yes, but... I have no idea what this means. I also have no idea what this means. Okay, I'm not the only one. The ANA is picking up extra-dimensional energy, essentially. That means this person might have drifted. So this is an exit point. They, they, you're saying they drifted from here out? Most likely that is the case. The DNA picks up specific signals and... Phantom, would you like to extend your senses and try and figure out more information about what's going on here? Great. Phantom rolled a four. Let's see. How do I want to punish you? So you are just moving through this area, taking readings, completely getting lost, as Phantom does in new interesting fixations. And what you don't notice is, I I don't know how to describe this like visually, but there starts being like a tear through dimensional space and a giant like metallic, for lack of a better phrase, a, a robotic elephant leg comes out of this tear. And I think it is going to squish you Unless someone wants to do something about that. Oh, hey, I found it! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, I would like to run this slide and try to, like, use, like, forearms, like, brace it long enough to let Phantom get out from under it. Full hit. I am going to... I'll take influence over Phantom. Because you can do that now. (laughs) You can. I'm no longer a nomad. You're just trying to carry, basically, this leg, right? Yeah, like, uh, slide under it before it, like, fully comes down and hold it up. Awesome. So, you do that, and Phantom has more than enough time to get out of the way, uh, assuming they want to. They might just get lost here. But what, what happens is this thing just kind of settles its weight on you, and more of it comes out. So it's just acting as if you are no more than like a step stool. You're not going to get hurt by this, but it is ridiculously heavy, um, even with your super strength. And uh, you're like getting dug into the ground. So what comes out is going to be a giant mechanical elephant. But instead of where like its tusks would be, would be what you might call like uh, laser cutters. Um, Like little things that you just have to assume lasers come out of. Uh, And it is heading for this tree, just completely ignoring you guys. (laughs) All right. Uh, While that was happening, I would love to be charging up my burn. Absolutely. Go for it. All right. I rolled an eight. Uh, So I get to mark a condition... I'm just going to mark afraid, I guess, here. This thing is weird. <laughs> Phantom, assuming you uh, get out of your fixation on the, the cool readings, you kind of recognize the sort of technology this looks like. This looks like Taurus AI tech. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I had that thought when it came to I'm like, oh God, I hope this is not 
<laughs> the consequences of <laughs> the past coming back. Oh, God. Well, this is not going to go well. <laughs> Are you showing any of that in character? <laughs> I, I kind of, like, really, like, surprised and, like, kind of afraid. Like, really, like, worried about this. Well, what I'm sort of imagining is Phantom looking down at the ENA, looking at, oh, look at all these interesting readings, and then looking up and seeing this giant robo-elephant, and then suddenly all that uh, showing up on their face. This is bad. This is real bad. This this shouldn't be happening. That that dimension was, oh, I guess, technically... Well, I'm putting a moat around it, I guess, in front of its path. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to head over to the others. So this, I want to be sure, this is the text from the first dimension we went into when we got split up that, like, uh, the technology, like, adapts to powers. Uh, That is, this is the same technology that you saw that. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm remembering correctly. (laughs) You haven't seen this particular bot, and, um, I mean, there's no way to know for sure if it also has that shielding tech, but you have no reason to think why it wouldn't. Yeah. So I'm going to head over to this. So this is bad news. I, me, Rain, and Feedback encountered this previously. It, it adapts to powers. It adapts to weapons. It adapts to everything. I think you didn't get that out before I already put a mode in front of it. That's fine. I think I, I put it like a few feet ahead of it. So maybe it's like walking into that. At that moment, I don't know. It is uh, absolutely walking towards it, and it's trying to push on it. Um, again, it doesn't seem to want to do anything but get to that tree, and you are feeling this tremendous force on your barrier. And, uh, like, it is going to just, like, push the barrier just with sheer physical strength unless you want to uh, do something about that. Are you prompting me to spend a second or have it burst or in this moment or? I don't, I don't think it has spend an extra burn here yet, but uh, but if you just leave it just the way it is, it's just going to push the barrier forward. Oh, wow. I, I like that visual, actually. Um, and just a reminder, I don't think we've described uh, the barriers since Nova Squad started, um, but they're like a translucent uh, green. Uh, and I, I kind of really like the visual of it actually like pushing it along the dirt. I think it's like a, just a green wall here that is like sliding forward slowly. Has it stepped off of thermite yet? Uh, yeah, it has. And I'm assuming you move out of the way of the other lakes. Yeah. I want to try something, but I don't know if it'll work, but also Spanto wouldn't know if it would work. I love this. What are you doing? I want to try to jump into it while facing, grab a hold of some cable or something and face out holding it. Awesome. I would like you to directly engage a threat. Cool. I have a zero in that. That's an eight. I mean, if I could, if I could take its motion away from it, I would love that. Yeah, that, that, I think that works for me. So you phase through it and just kind of grab a yeah, random, random cable, the first cable I find. 
Um, so when you phase back out, you are holding uh, a hydraulic uh, tube, basically, and like mm-hmm. like oil is coming out of it. And this thing, one of its legs just kind of collapses underneath it. So now it's like one corner of this creature uh, is on the ground and you can choose which leg you hit if you want to. Yeah, whichever. Dealer's choice. Let's let's go with the one of the back legs. So it's kind of pointed up. Uh, ad- adapt to that. Huh? <laughs> she says very proud of that. <laughs> but you did not pick to resist or avoid blows. I sure didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is not going to be a physical blow. Instead, what sort of happens is this thing trumpets. A very loud uh, sound that you feel more than you hear. And I'd like you to mark a condition. I don't think you are very happy about that. Uh, You may have made a mistake here. I'm going to go for insecure. This, this is her first real mission. So she's like, oh, did I just mess up here? Cool. So uh, what is everyone else doing? I think what Mystic has looked like this whole time is she's she's had one arm up holding the moat. I feel like uh, for fun flavor, maybe she actually like slid on the ground as the moat got slid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know, we can play with the way the moat works. Um, but I think this whole time, all she's been doing is focusing on that. And now that it's not moving... Maybe she can think about other things. <laughs> but uh, I have not put it down yet. Does anyone else want to do something before I do something terrible? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what to do. I, I have something. I would like to use the soldier move before we get started. While it's kind of like held here by not having use of one leg and the moat. So the soldier has a move before we get started. When you have time to closely observe your opposition before a fight, roll. During the fight, you can spend hold to uh, just do some stuff like block harm, uh, travel quickly, escape bindings. I I would like to observe this thing and like get the hold for that. Awesome. Works for me. That is another 10. Ooh. So that is hold three. Uh, And as a little bonus to this observation sort of thing that you're doing, military training kicks in and you know that had to have been like a call for backup. So you turn back around to where this thing popped out of nowhere and you see smaller tears start appearing and more mechanical things coming out. Oh, shit. No, no, no. Nova Squad, we've got additional hostiles incoming. There has to be a way. There has to be a way to stop this. Phantom, if you need time to think, I will buy you as much as I can, but try to do it quickly. Phantom, from what we you were saying, should we not, like, should I not send magic bolts at them? I mean, it's, I don't know if this has the same technology, or if it does have the same technology, what it's already been affected by and what it hasn't been affected by. The only way to know for sure if we could damage it without it adapting and suddenly becoming immune is to attack it and see what happens which is a very risky plan because but we can't do anything they're gonna keep coming what i remember from that dimension is that 
it destroyed it and they kept traveling and destroying more places. All right. So just a, a little bit later, what pops out of these tears is two sort of lion shaped robots. Phantom has seen these before. They were like security guards for the uh, the place that they uh, infiltrated back in that dimension. They are smaller and, you know, much more manageable than this giant elephant. But they are slowly going to stalk toward you guys. Honestly, I only have... Th- these are like robots, right? Yeah. I only have... The, I can only think of the one trick, but I'm totally down if someone else wants to do something before that or instead of that. So there are how many robots in front of us? Uh, let's just go with three. That's a that's a good number. Um, I I could try to hit one. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think Mystic decides. All right, we're not like Miss like like Phantom said. We're not going to be able to do this until we try it to know whether it works. So I think she drops the moat and then channels a destructive burst with her powers using reality storm. So what this looks like again is her classic. She's uh, generating a, a ball of magic force in her hands, like cupping them like far apart in front of her and, uh, you know, concentrating her magic into this shining ball of magic light. And I'm going to roll reality storm, which is directly engaged using freak instead of danger. I, but I do have afraid. All right. <laughs> so that was an eight. <laughs> nice. I think I will also add, use a second uh, burn to not cause unwanted collateral damage. So that's, I'm down to zero burn again. I I think I want to create an opportunity for our allies by uh, trying to knock out another one of these things from moving forward, if possible. I think that is the goal. So the way I'm going to describe this is you send one of these you send this ball towards one of these lion bots and the first one it hits, it pretty much just kind of explodes. Yeah. And as you try and like control this attack to hit another one, it just fizzles on the second one. Okay. Well, they do have the technology. (laughs) (laughs) But let's see, what kind of opportunity could we get from that? go with you you took out the whatever the lead one is so you have uh, a few more precious seconds before these things could get on to you guys uh and give someone an opportunity to do something okay i have a different thing i can do here i want to run at one of them that's still there and then like baseball slide under it grab its legs and like shift down so that it's uh it's like sticking out kind of like waist waist up like waist down is inside the ground awesome uh so just to be clear you are not trying mm-hmm. to phase through this robot itself right no i'm facing through the ground and i'm bringing it with me awesome so if i can get you to actually uh, unleash your powers here okay before i do that i would like to i think this is a uh, She's out of suit. I don't know if I've said that. She's out of suit and she glows bright purple and it looks kind of scary. And uh, I would like to affirm my my heroic label 
which is freak, and switch it with my mundane. So instead of a minus one, that becomes a three. That's an eight. So that that was good. Uh, would you like to take a condition or would you prefer it to be unstable or temporary? I take a condition. Uh, I will take, I think, angry. I think she's like, oh, more of these. I'm just, can we be done already? Is this what this is going to be? You manage to do this trick while this lion bot is over like a rocky outcropping because if it just gets into topsoil that's kind of nothing but instead this thing is like embedded like both of its front legs down to uh, some of its chest is into this uh, rocky outcropping uh, and it is stuck in here you can see it struggling and you could see this rock basically starting to shift from the the power of this thing trying to get out but it for now it's it's pretty solidly in here he hits it on the back of the the head, but not to try to like directly engage, just like a frustration and probably hurts her hand a little bit. Like ah, <laughs> that. that doesn't even engage shield. Uh, it sort of just yeah. hits the the metal of this. Yeah, it ignores it. Uh, Phantom thermite. Uh, what are you guys doing? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what there is to do. I just really try to remember anything about these things from last time we encountered them. So we still have the big old elephant and two? One lion? One stuck. Uh, One stuck and one that is stalking towards you. When you turn to look at the elephant, you can see it starting to kind of shift its form. It's not trying to, like, stand up again. Instead, you, you think it's trying to form a wheel where that leg used to be. This is such a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> is it possible to go inside the robot before it does that? There is no obvious way to get in. Uh, these, these aren't meant to be manned bots. Um, but, you know, would, would you like to try and roll for something like that? Oh, you want to, you, so you still want to try and get inside? Yes. All right. In that case, okay, let, let me, let me pitch you this. Um, what if, so what, what if Phantom carries Thermite up and Thermite tries to burn through the bottom? Oh, that could be a good idea. I like that. That is going to be more of an Unleash Your Powers on Thermite than Phantom. I think Phantom could carry you up to this thing without a problem. Yeah, we're very good at carrying people. So you're carried in a, a princess carry up to the bottom of this uh, giant elephant thing. And she kind of takes a deep breath, brings her hands up, both her hands kind of ignite in that like cracked magma sort of looking way. And she just presses them as hard as she can against the underside of the robot. I would like to say that I am relying on my training and give Aegis influence to use Soldier instead. I am absolutely okay with that. Since Aegis already has influence on you, Aegis in general gets to shift your labels. Mm -hmm. And I think the obvious one here is going to be uh, Savior Up Mundane Down. Uh, Yeah, we take that. Okay, that is an eight. 
Awesome. Uh, market condition or stable or un- unstable or, un- or temporary? I was going to say stable or untemporary. <laughs> um, I'm going to click afraid. I think I think this is like probably one of the toughest things that she's ever tried to burn through. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So this is definitely some sort of material that you've never tried to uh, like basically uh, torch through or torch cut through. Um, like you, you've you've tried this trick on like steel or uh, like the, the mundane metals of our world. But this is definitely something that doesn't exist in Rancho Paseo Prime. And you feel that as you are punching through this thing. Mm hmm. So uh, what does Phantom, what is Phantom hoping to find in this thing? Well, Phantom's hoping to find some way to either disable the shields or disable the the robots up inside of it. There's got to be something in here. <laughs> uh, give me a directly engage the threat. No. <laughs> 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 Do you think this enemy underestimates me? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with yes. It absolutely doesn't care about you at all. All right, I'm going to use the little space bandit. Not there. That's a seven. I would love to take something from them, which is either the shields or just it being able to do anything, just the... The core of it that allows it to function. Let's go with you create an opportunity for your allies. You find something in here that sort of starts to make the shield around this thing, uh, which is, isn't normally visible, but it starts flickering, which in like in video game terms means that it's you can now hit it. <laughs> so whoever wants to recognize that and want to do something, it's your move. This is going to go great for me being inside the robot. <laughs> I don't know who's acting next, but I'm definitely like charging up my burn in the background of um, Thermite doing this stuff and holding Phantom up there or whatever. All right. And I got a nine. So I'm going to uh, hold three and mark a condition. This time, now that she sees the barrier going, like sparking out, I think this time she's like tried a different approach where instead of like one big ball she's she's tried kind of made like a collection of them but also like floating between her hands and she sends them out as like a you know like a scatter shot type of thing i like that uh she's trying she's trying to follow strix's advice even though this is still this is just a really simple version of it because it's still balls it's just a bunch of little ones instead of one big one so i'm going to roll for reality storm again so i'm going to roll freak and I rolled an eight and I'm going to also use two. <laughs> I'm going to use two. My friends are next to this robot. I'm going to use ter- two burn on this to avoid collateral damage. Okay. As a, a thing for Phantom, since they didn't choose to resist or avoid blows. They're still inside <laughs> this thing. I am. So I, I, what this looks like is these scattershot walls. Uh, like whenever the shield flickers on, it catches some of them, but there are enough that go through that tear through this thing. And 
let's go with while none of them hit phantom there's definitely like shrapnel that goes phantom's way and i'm gonna need phantom to uh, mark a condition here and in particular i'm you're gonna take a bit of shrapnel to your leg where there has been an injury in the past yeah i remember uh but this elephant does seem to be disabled i think i'm gonna mark guilty because i feel like Phantom's like, well, if they're here, did, like, uh, H&M and Major Hero, are they, like, like, we just left some behind in that dimension. Are they okay? So I think Phantom's not feeling really good about this. So I'm going to work guilty and try and get out of this robot. I'm imagining you, like, coming out of the, the rubble pile, just your head popping up. Oh my god, Phantom, I didn't realize you were still inside. I'm so sorry. It's, it's you know, it's fine, it's fine. Since uh, you didn't pick to uh, resist blows, right? Mm-hmm, I did not. So <laughs> l- let's just have you mark a condition for, did you just shoot Phantom? Yes, um, I guess insecure. Or, yeah, even when I try to be really careful, I still, <laughs> I still did this to them. Poor Nova. In her mind. <laughs> oh no. We need to get you, like, a bell. So, like, I don't know, like a bell that you can hold or put it on, like, a choker or earrings or something. Yeah, so that we know where you are, not just jumping inside of things. I don't like it when people know where I am. That's my whole thing. It's helpful when we know where you are. Maybe we'll give you one of those alarm things, you know, when you lose your keys, so that if we need to know where you are, we can click it, and we're like, oh, yeah, phantom's inside of the giant elephant. That makes sense. (laughs) I think even Mystic is smiling from that. (laughs) I I think while you are having this little argument with phantom, uh, this last lion is going to try and pounce towards Espanto. Uh, What do you do? I am going to fade from like keep talking and have it pounce me and i'm gonna fade to it and then i'm just gonna hmm yeah i'm should i it well quick question am i on ground or am i on rock again whichever works for you because if i'm on ground i'll try to rip something from it no you know what yeah i'm gonna let it pounce at me and I'm going to let it face Well, I'm going to hold on to the head and leave the head inside the rest of the body. That m- must do something. Okay. So this thing is pouncing mm-hmm. at you and you, you are just expecting to just kind of let it phase mm-hmm. through. But as it hits where the, the barrier of the shield mm-hmm. is, you can feel it. And you you can, like, it's not phasing mm-hmm. through your form. Uh, but uh, you still have a little bit of room to uh, to act here if you want to. Uh, in that case, I'm just going to do, like, I assume they was hitting me from the back. So in that case, I'm just going to do, like, a moonsault and, like, try to fall, uh, try to, like, land on top of it. Awesome. You're going to try to uh, do some yeah. cool wrestling moves. Uh, directly yeah, engage listen, the threat. standing moonsault. I think she can do it. Awesome. Uh, uh, roll to uh, directly engage. That's oh, a three. No. One, one, one. Oh, man. My first three. potential. Okay. So you 
successfully moonsault onto the back of this lion. Um, what you didn't expect it to do was just immediately leap onto, like, it, it's starting to, like, ninja jump between trees just to get up and higher. Mm-hmm. And once it gets to a uh, a nice, healthy height, it sort of just drops straight down. You first. Thermite, you see Espanto about to get pancaked by a lion. Okay. Um, I would like to use one of my hold from before we get started. Yes. <laughs> um, and I would like to cross a distance between them and you. And as it's, it can it be a thing where... Uh, um, so it's falling down with Espanto on like the underside, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Can Thermite leap at it, grab it, and twist it around so that Espanto's on top before it hits? So it's still it's still like an impact, but you're not getting pancaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So you, uh, what I'm picturing is you are jumping up to meet this thing in the air. You grab onto it and like twist your body, twisting it with it. So that it go not doesn't land on its feet because that's dumb. But you, you get it to land on its side instead of on its back with Espanto on it. Yeah, I I think for Espanto, if that's okay, I think she's just like, okay, I'm gonna take this hit, but nothing's gonna squish me. So it's like, okay, I actually know how to take hits like this. It's not gonna be fun, but I can take it. And she like does the thing where like she lands properly like you would do if you were doing in a wrestling mat like makes her body make sure she doesn't get a bad bump from the ground still hitting ground still hurts but hopefully not terrible cool uh so this thing is on its side um for a moment uh and if someone wants to do something you have a quick second to act before this thing gets back up I don't know if this will work, but we all got, not all of us, some of us got, it was like sun guns. Oh, yeah, tasers. Oh, yeah, I would use a taser. (laughs) Let's do something a little brainy here. Um, Why don't you, like, tinker with it? Just, like, turn it into a one-shot, like, uh, super taser here. That sounds like something Phantom would do. Very dangerous. Yeah, oh, for sure. I'm sure Phantom would absolutely do that. Yeah, instead of just like a, you know, a mundane taser. So I'm thinking directly engage the threat. Yeah. Oh, could this fit under always prepared? Um, you know what? Let's go with yes. It is supposed to be for unleash your powers. But uh, what we'll do it for the the important part is is tinkering with the yeah. uh, the stun gun. Spending a gadget. <laughs> cool. Uh, would you like to describe uh, what this taser is doing now instead of its normal tasing That was an 11, by the way. Yeah, the it was audience. an 11. <laughs> I think what happened is that, like, Phantom had, like, been tinkering with it and, like, improving it. And what happens is that, like, it, like, on, like, the edge of it, it, like, starts to gather, like, this, like, electric ball that's like starts to like get brighter and like more intense and then phantom kind of like shoves it against the like the tiger and it like explodes but like inside of it 
kind of like just like setting like a blast of electricity like all all the way through it. Yeah. So this thing pretty much just explodes and pieces of this robot just heads everywhere. You still have the lion that is stuck. Um, it is trying to get out and probably will at the very near future. But you do have a moment to breathe here. That was uh, fun. Sure. Fun. Let's call it fun. That was fun. Are, are you all right, Espanto? Uh, Yeah, I have taken worse bumps. Let's have, have a lie. I have taken bumps just as bad as this. How's my leg? So this, this thing buried itself into your leg. And um, I think you you pull it out and you start, you see like a blinking light inside your leg. And let's make it green and evil. <laughs> no. <sighs> this is... No. I'm going to... The fan is going to like sit down on the ground and then start to try to remove whatever is in their leg. So it's not that simple because it's not just like a thing that you can just pop out at in one easy cut. It seems to have sort of snaked its way through your nervous system a little. Uh, It would require a lot more uh, work to get out of. This is, this is fine. This is fine. Can Mystic see this? That's up to Phantom. Do you you want to hide it? Do you you want to do the standard uh, Phantom and just hide, hide things? It's fine. This is fine. Yeah, I think Phantom's going to hide it and kind of like stand back up and like, well, this is, we did good, much better than the first time I had to fight these things. We had to be saved by, well, I hope they're all right. Uh, there's still one left though, right? Um, I think Mystic is looking over at it, maybe walking towards it. Yep, I it, assume that the last one is like moving, even it, though it's it is like trying not- to uh, get, get its get itself out of this rock. I wonder if there's a way to get inside of it, you know, to steady it, figure out like how it got here and what it wants. Why was it? I'm still not sure why it wants the tree. Why would Taurus want wood? Um, I, I think what you just, with this line of thought is, uh, Taurus just takes resources. That's Um, true. So it doesn't really matter what it is. If it can think of a use for it, it will just gather it and and make more of something probably evil. Yeah, the the story that they told you was that these things travel through dimensions and just, you know, uh, gray goo capture resources and expand. Yeah, it's... it's I don't like that tourist industry is just trying to make its way here. I've seen what it's done and this world is, this dimension doesn't deserve it. None of them deserved it. And I'm really afraid that if tourist industry is here, that the people we left behind are gone. But we should focus on this dimension and, uh, what we can do 
Vovik. It could be a different one, you know, that was in another dimension or in a different right. part of the dimension. It could could be different. That's what I was thinking. Not necessarily comforting, but maybe it's not the same robots. Mm. Uh, I would love to roll a comfort and support, especially because I have a zero and I have a minus three in mundane right now. <laughs> and I am uh, and I'm angry. So awesome. it's a minus five. And it, I have a minus one. Sorry. So a minus three. <laughs> yep. Someone rolling comfort and support. What is this? Uh, not otherware? Uh, I would like to, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, no. So that's a five. Um, I mean, you can, you have three team points uh, if you want to get that up. Uh <laughs> I do think Mystic was like was also backing that up, but uh, it's not worth it unless Thermite somehow has some way to add to this. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not Thermite's wheelhouse. <laughs> normally, <at> normally <laughs> this is Espanto's wheelhouse, but I think right now she's shaking, and everything that she says sounds hollow. Also, I like the idea that. I'm my voice right now is normal, but her voice, however higher her freak is right now, it's a three. Her voice is kind of distorted and glitchy, and like maybe it's because she's been in the spanto form very long right now. But mm-hmm. like, there's like static when she speaks, so it's not the most comforting. <laughs> I think the only way that there might really kind of knows how to comfort and support is just kind of like a hey you you did really you did really well out there (laughs) and just like not expanding on that at all but just like kind of gesturing (laughs) back at the elephant just (laughs) enough to tip it over to being a little bit comforting (laughs) just enough for a seven (laughs) I mean, if you want, if you want to spend the team, you can go. That, that that's enough for me, or we can just uh, take the the potential. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pitch in. Hey, you did good out there, kid. Oh, do, I, do I open up? Oh, that is really important. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, is it time to open up? To... Uh, if you choose not to open up here, I won't make you spend the team. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. Do what's right for Phantom, but also Phantom's not the Noah anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. Phantom's trying to grow as a person. <laughs> I, I just didn't want you to feel guilt, guilted into getting comforted. Is that yes. that's the wrong way to do it? Yes. I think Phantom kind of looks away from him and says, I just, I've lost someone before and it's it's hard to think about losing people. I, again, even if I didn't know them that well, it, I don't. It's, it's just hard sometimes to think about it. But thank you. It, it's possible it is but different. They seem to expand to a lot of dimensions. It's possible they're okay. A nod from this, like, purple ethereal ghost. <laughs> I think I'm going to clear 
which one? I, I marked guilty because I was afraid that something happened to them. Maybe I'll clear guilty because of that. Okay. So while, or actually, uh, after all this happens, um, what I'm imagining is like Phantom suggests, let, let, let's go examine this one still quote unquote living uh, lion bot. And like the the camera focuses on you and uh, and the lion. And then like in the corner of the screen is another one of these ripples into a t- uh, dimensional tear. It's about as big as the, the elephant's was and from out of it comes basically a giant scorpion poison tail thing uh. and just smashes this other robot and then the camera turns to a giant elephant sized scorpion bot crawling out of out of this tear I, I assume we can't just like let it go right we probably have to try to stop it Yes. Okay. I I just uh we'll just put the moat around it. <laughs> I'll just put the moat in a bubble around this one so it can't jump out of it. Yep. I think Fandom just gets ready to fight again. Yeah. Is this another one of your friends? I, I wouldn't call them friends. Uh does this uh like uh trigger any PTSD in Phantom? Uh, a bot like this is the one that stabbed you in the leg, except much smaller. Well, yeah, I think so. I think Fando kind of like thinking about like their legs like back now actually like jerks backwards kind of away from the robot. Cool. And I'm going to have Mystic see that reaction, not know what it is, but just see something sort of happen there Uh-huh. for more drama later. Yep. All right. Uh, any other quick reactions from Thermite or Espanto? I think Espanto just gets angrier and like the the glow that's around her kind of looks more like a flame. Like it, she's just done with this. She's just done. Thermite has been in sort of like heated up mode for long enough that her eyes are now like, like bright blazing orange. And... She's also mad, still has marked angry. And I think underneath her big jacket, the like the magma cracks are like climbing further and further up. And she kind of like, you know, shifts into a fighting stance. kind of looks back and forth between people and is like, we can take this thing down. Awesome. So the, the camera focuses on each of you in turn and then, turns back to this giant elephant-sized scorpion bot and it is menacingly crawling towards you when behind it there is yet another tear. This one is smaller and much, much more closer to human in scale. And from it leaps basically a figure that looks like it's made out of like metallic chrome jumps onto the head of this thing the camera focus on like a device that's planted on the top of this thing's head. Chrome person jumps off and then you see like a column of laser destruction is kind of uh, a big column of red light basically just take out this thing's head. 
and hops to the edge of the moat closer to you guys. So this person looks at you. It, it's it's like it looks like it's solid metal, but their hand kind of reaches to a seam that you can't see around their neck and pulls off this like metallic mask. And underneath it, you see a black haired mystic. And I'll let the moat go down. <laughs> H&M. Phantom? What are you doing here? I think Phantom runs over and gives her a hug. Oh my God, you're alive. Thanks for listening. In this dimension, Espanto, a.k.a. Loosa, a.k.a. Martina Bosquez, the Janus, is played by Fabi Garza. She can be found at at Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter or as a cast member of Eidolon Playtest. Junie Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at Spellbound Mage, as direct impact of Splinter Division on Protean City Comics, or at twitch.tv slash runaway sorcery. Phantom, the Brain, is played by Charlie. She can be found on Twitter as at Magical Pride, or on Sir Podcasts at at Prepod Engage, or at Devoid of Space. Quintessential Hero, the Soldier, is played by me, Eric, who also edits this podcast. I can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, and my work can be heard on the shows Arcadia California and Breathing Space Fane Frontier. Special Agent Thermite, the soldier, is played by Olivia. She can be found on Twitter at at Livy Coddle, or heard on Breathing Space Fane Frontier. And our dimensional tour guide and showrunner is Lee. You can find him on Twitter at The Law of Names, and as the showrunner slash producer for Arcadia California and Breathing Space Fane Frontier. You can all be found on our Discord server, found at discord.lovenames.com. Otherware is produced by Love Names Games. Our other projects can be found at lovenames.com. It's Played in Masks, A New Generation, by Brandon Conway from Magpie Games, at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag, on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only, and are not representative of any other selves, known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Next time on Otherware. I need everyone to keep in mind that I know nothing about how this works. Some of us are too busy being real superheroes. You don't have to go look for beauty. Beauty right in front of you. The hell? That jump lock is away. Is this going to happen a lot? Religious hippies. Yeah, there was a wave of them like right before. Being an intradimensional superhero soldier pays out. Yeah, fun. Yeah.